Hi, and welcome to the Crit Hit Wild podcast, where we cover all things Marvel Crisis Protocol, and we cover a new character every week. This week, we're doing Bishop. He's new, everyone. And I'm your host, Fred. I'm Brad, and this is my last episode of the podcast. This now, is Brandon. What, now, why are you saying that, Brad? Gilball's back, what? baby! Oh my goodness! <laughs> I'm not okay. actually. Right. No. That's that's a joke for our listeners because Marvel is my favorite miniatures game of all time. But I am also excited that Gilball's back. Yes. So, uh, okay. First off, um, I kind of walked all over Brandon's intro. Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> I'm not that important. It's fine. <laughs> Lies. Uh, and Stephen is out today because he has the con crud. He's he's not feeling great, so we're giving him a day off. Uh, but there is a piece of news that Brad has already uh, referenced, and that is that there was a release from a different game company, Steam Forged Games, that they are going to start supporting Guild Ball again. <laughs> you can buy models, which is going to be a big difference from the two last two years of that game when you could not buy models. Mm-hmm. It, it is a... Uh, everyone who played and loved Guild Ball got a great big Christmas gift this January. <laughs> so, uh, if you are listening and you've never played Guild Ball, uh, give it a shot. This might be a I, I actually don't know if this is going to be a good time to to hop back in. It's going to be a bunch of the, the tryhards get immediately start playing again. <laughs> uh, I no, I think this will be a good time. Okay, it'll be good. And no We're matter which area you're play. in, you can probably find somebody who's excited to play some Guild Ball. Yeah, yeah. But uh, Brandon, we're gonna have to. Coming up one of these Thursdays, we're going to have to play a game of Guild Ball with you. And you're going to see why everyone loves it. Or you'll hate it. That's a distinct possibility. <laughs> I don't hate many things. It well, would be, that's good. That's a I good outlook. Yeah, it's hard for me to hate something. Yeah. Well, uh... That's that's what we're super excited about. Uh, we're being me and Brad. Uh, but I guess we should go on and talk about uh, Marvel Crisis Protocol stuff. So news-wise, of course, they dropped Bishop's card. So we're going to be covering him today. Uh, otherwise, they officially announced Nightcrawler. But we already knew everything that he did. We already We've already seen his card, so... Uh, we're still waiting on Iceman and Xavier for the X-Men release. So here's hoping that happens this week. I'm, I'm hoping I we think see we'll get this week. I think we'll get one of them this week. I think they're doing it Do you think it by, it'll be Xavier? I think they're doing it by box. I don't know which one. Okay. I bet we'll know Tuesday. I bet you're right. Okay. Uh, well... Let's talk about tournaments. So yesterday, uh, Brad and Brandon, as well as uh, Jared, the the former host of this podcast, and Borka, a friend of the pod, uh, all went up to a tournament in Pittsburgh at Fabricators Forge 
and we will cover that shortly. Uh, otherwise, there is a tournament coming up on February 10th. And, oh, no, I don't have it open. I thought I had it open. Uh, there's also one coming up March 9th at... Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's in Akron. It's at the brewery it's, in it's Akron. It's February Ohio. 10th. Uh that one that you didn't have open in Medina, yep. Ohio. That's near Akron. It's Sweets and Geeks. Yep. And then, yeah, March it's 9th. Geeks. March 9th at the Brewery in Akron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have already signed up for the March 9th tournament. Oh, uh, and I should tell all of our listeners that that March 9th tournament does require that you have a painted list. So it does. Uh, know that going in. It, the ticket price also includes a drink ticket and lunch buffet, uh, just so you know when you're signing up. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm also that is already what we signed know up. Of yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, that is what we uh, know so far. And uh, do you know if there's going to be a tournament in South Charleston this month? Brad? Seventeenth, February 17th? Uh, do you know if there's going to be a tournament in there, South Charleston? There should be. I don't think the Gilball tournament is going to happen in February. So that will be on okay. the 17th. I was gonna, that will, yeah. The 17th, yeah. Yeah. That was what it was going to be. Is it, We were going to replace it with Guild Ball if we could put it together that quickly, but we may not be able to. Well, with the announcement, more people are willing to travel to the tournament, so I'm trying to schedule around people coming from out of town. Okay, I see. Yeah. That takes a little more yeah, planning. we're all excited. Well, uh, let's talk about games that we've played recently. Uh, now, Brad and Brandon, obviously you two have uh, recently been to a tournament. Tell me all about it. I want to hear all about what happened this tournament. Let's okay. start with Brandon. Oh, okay, let's start with Brad because Brandon has a mouthful. <laughs> all right, yeah, so we... we had tutors for breakfast. It was delicious. Uh, it was delicious. Josh drove, which I really appreciate because I'm usually the one that has to drive. Uh, oh, Borka, I mean. Uh, so it was Borka, Jared, Brandon, and I. And I played X-Force. Jared played Guardians. Borka played Avengers. And Brandon, what did you play? Uh, Criminal Syndicate. Uh, and how was that? Was that stressful? It was a little, it was, it's always stressful. It's very stressful, apparently, to go stand on points and say my guys count as two, so I win this. I didn't get a stand on points and say my guys count as two. We'll get to that in a minute, Brandon. Uh, <laughs> so first round, we did not get paired together, none of us, thanks to Bryce. And I played Big Nick. Shout out to Bryce. I played Nick Angelo, who's playing Inhumans. Uh, we played... I have this up for a reason. Uh, we played Mutant Extremists and Mutant Madmen. 
Hey, I just realized that makes me happy. Uh, 19th threat. Uh, <laughs> and um, Nick has moved a little further out and doesn't get to play as often. So he was a little cold. And so I'm glad I faced him first round. Because I won this game. 19 to 10. Uh, Cable and X-Force are scenario monsters. We played three rounds. Uh, we both scored five the first round. It was like six to three the second round. And then I scored... How many points is that? I scored eight points to zero the third round. Holy guacamole. Yeah. Well, then it, it had to have been... Maybe it was eight to two or something. But I scored a lot of points the last round and then won the game. It was a ton of fun. Nick's always a great opponent. Uh, New Cable's great. Psylocke's great. Did you play Wolverine? Uh, I don't remember if I played Wolverine this game. Okay. <laughs> I don't think you played Wolverine at all. I did against you. That's besides, besides the, the one game. Uh, but Jared played who, Brandon? Josh Sinclair. He played the other criminal syndicate player. Okay, and Jared won. Borka played Bryce, and Borka won. And Brandon, how'd your game go? I played less. Um, he was playing Mystique Brotherhood. We played Superpower Scoundrels, uh, Paranoia. Um, my game was really close to the entirety of the game. Um, so there were a total of 11 possible points with um, the two things. I think it was 6-5 to five round one. I might have been then six to five round two and him and then six to five no so going into round three it was eleven to ten me and I scored we each scored five points in round three and it was over sixteen to fifteen. Oof. Yeah. That sounds brutal. Yeah, no, Les is an absolutely amazing player, and playing him is always fun and enjoyable, but boy, is it just... The joke recently is that I said that playing CS was stressful. Playing Les is stressful because of just, like, you cannot make a mistake against him because he will capitalize and win. Um, and so um, he had priority, and... Um, Probably a scenario that he doesn't hate. I think he has both of them in his list, just like I do. So it was pretty good. He played... Uh, we played the lower of the points. We played 16. He played Juggernaut, Mystique, Pyro, Toad, and then Sam. I played... So this is This is news for... News for... 
Fred, who wasn't there and doesn't know that I made a last-minute adjustment to my roster and played a model that he uh, doesn't know about. So I played... I was set up to play at 16 threat. I played uh, Kingpin, Lizard, Black Cat, Crossbones, and then I, Miles Morales, Spider-Man. Hey, Miles Morales? Yeah. What was that so, all about? Miles single-handedly won me two games in this event. Um, he's really good. Being able to spend three power to get him to drop the objective and then just get out. Um, it's a change I've been wanting to try for a while. And the scenario came up twice. It's, it's That is the specific threat value I want to play that at, is a 16. Because I can play affiliated with both of my unaffiliated threes, Miles and Lizard. Okay. So, yeah, round round one was really good. It was a really great game. Les is an amazing player. Um, I squeaked it out. So... And then Brad can tell you about round two. Yes. Yeah, so what round two? there was because all four of us went undefeated, and there was one other undefeated, uh, and then there'd be a pair down. Two of us were had to play against each other, and that ended up me and Brandon. Uh, Jared got the pair down. Jared got the pair down one. Uh, Borka won his game, and then Brandon and I had to play. And in uh, in any tournament, you have to get a little bit lucky to do well. And uh, Brad played the hold on. Brad played this game amazingly. I've just been giving him shit that he got lucky. He played great. Here, here's the thing though. We got I won the roll and chose secures, and we got a pay to flip. Two out of three of mine were pay to flips, but we got a pay to flip. Uh, which gave me a chance to win this game. If we get you only a... had one pay to flip. You only had one pay to flip. Oh, I had mute madmen. No, you have infinity formula, superpowered scoundrels, and deadly meteors. Oh, I do have superpowered scoundrels. I have one pay to flip, Ooh. and we drew it, and that gave me Man, a chance to win this game. Anything I, I else, I lose. Slightly. Those other two secures, I most likely win this match. Yes. Yeah. That. Yeah. So. Um, Brandon ends up playing Shadowland Daredevil Leadership. And uh We played sixteen threat. We had Paranoia Meteors. Yes, Paranoia Paranoia Meteors. Um I I played Cable and Psylocke and Du Bois. And <laughs> I played Shadowland Daredevil, Hulk, Crossbones, Black Cat. Oh. I had an X twenty three and a Wolverine in my list. That might be it. Just the four models. Yeah, you had X twenty three. Yeah, you had four. Uh, I had four. I don't know that I ever made an attack against Hulk, which meant he never had enough power to do everything Brandon wanted, and he had to keep attacking Psylocke and not doing any damage and not getting any power mm. for Hulk to do anything. For the record, Psylocke had one health left at the end of round three. So. He he did, and made an attack with Hulk she lived, and an attack with Black Cat that she lived. 
I threw seven dice and six dice into her, and she survived and only needed one damage to go through. Wait, yep. so you threw the 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 six dice from black? Oh, you only needed one damage. Okay. Yes, I only That's needed it. one damage. Yep. Uh, and you know that was great. The difference in that one damage was astronomical. Uh, Cable was also, he was on his healthy side, but he had one damage left for like two whole turns. Him and Black Cat just sat over on the other yeah. end and just lived their worst lives. Yeah. Um, no, he healed one, so he had one left, healed it, didn't kill Black Cat. Black Cat dealt one damage, staggered him. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> and then the next turn he attacked her. Didn't kill her. Yeah, I needed to do and one then, damage to Black Cat so that I didn't have to roll any more dice or do anything, and I failed. So. Yeah. And I also forgot my throw, or I would have had a... Oh, you still had Braze at that point. Never mind. Yeah. Anyway, it was a the, fun game. It was very close. Shadowland died. Shadowland got, died. Shadowland got shit on by Psylocke. Shadowland was the only one that, yeah, he was the only one that was injured. Everyone else was healthy on my side. The final was 17 to 13. If I do one damage to Psylocke, it is 13 to 15, and he has X23 injured and Cable with one health left. Yeah. It's not a good place. And I have a Hulk. A Hulk that's Hulk already over there by... Up. Hulk's already over there yeah. by X23. Like... Yeah, Hulk has two damage on him. You daze Crossbones that round, so Crossbones would have yeah. been coming back healthy. And Black Cat was kind of in the middle of No Man's Land. Yeah. With one damage on her. So it would have been... Uh, I think it would have been safe to say that that would have been... Uh, a, if it would have went to another round, which it didn't, so it doesn't matter. But it would have been... It would have been stressful for Brad. Uh, yeah, in the very, next very, very. So that means the three undefeateds at this point are all uh, Charleston locals. So two of us are going to have to play each other, and one gets paired down. So maybe they get to play with someone who is not in the car that came up together. Um, I'm guessing that that didn't happen. So I play Jared. And Borka gets pared down. And Brandon, do you remember who his opponent was? Yeah, I do. It was uh, it was me. I got I got the pair up. He had he played me. So uh, yeah, you we, know, there's there's a bunch of one on ones that he could have played. Play Brandon. Played me. <laughs> played me. So Sometimes it's like that. Uh, I'll talk a little bit about my game first. Because Brandon's could in the tournament, uh, and we'll we'll talk about that in a second. So I played Jared. Uh, we had Paranoia and Demons Downtown, which I didn't really want to see Demons Downtown. Uh, spoiler: that was really good for me. Anyway, and so it was either nineteen or sixteen, and I looked at his list and went, "I think sixteen is going to be really awkward for him." So I picked sixteen. And Jared took forever to pick his list. I knew exactly <laughs> what he was going to pick. He played a point down. And they still and they still and they still finished before me and uh, yeah he, he yeah. played a point down. He played Wait, a point oh, down. Hold on, hold on. 
I know what uh, is is what he played. Uh, Quill, Cosmic Ghost Rider, Hulk. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Isn't that disgusting? I hate it. Okay. I played Cable, Domino, Psylocke, uh, Colossus, because I knew that that was the decision he was going to make. Okay. Uh, My dominoes picked up off the table turn two. Oh, no. Oh, no. She was... Was it Hulk or... or... It was Cosmic Ghost Rider, because she was out in the middle of nowhere, and he just chased her down. Days during the first I mean, turn. That's a six point chasing down a three point. Uh, it is, Fred. Uh, yeah. He dazed her first turn, killed her first activation, second turn. However, what that. And then he, he had Hulk on the middle point who got incinerated. So, what that let me do was put all of Colossus's and uh, Cable's attacks into Hulk. And boy, this yeah. is the best Cable has ever done. He destroyed his Hulk. I mean, energy is energy his weakest defense? I think it is. It is. Yeah. 4-3-3? Three, three? I, I think remember. it's 4-3-3. Three, three. Yeah, it's 4-3-3. Uh, three, three. Colossus maybe did a couple damage, one or two. Uh when Cable was done with him, it was two activations, but when Cable was done with him, he had 18 damage on him. Oh, no. What? Holy crap. I was throwing <laughs> wow. I was throwing so much at him, I couldn't even use my re-rolls because every time I rolled dice, all of them counted. He's rolling, like, <laughs> no defense. And Psylocke had made her way over to his abandoned... Uh, demon, like on his uh-huh. side. And there's a big piece his of train in the way blocking line of sight. But she walks out, well, with her short move. She paid two power to walk short. And I'm like, I'll just throw a four die attack at Hulk. And if I get two damage, like he's off the table and then I can move back onto the point. That'd be great, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I get two hits. He rolls his dice. He gets two blocks. Yeah. I don't get my pursuit trigger. So I can't even move from where I'm at. So I either have to move onto the point in front of me, which his Cosmic Ghost Rider was on no token. Uh, so he was winning that point. Or I move back to the, and get my point. So I prevent him getting a point or I get my point. Or I roll dice again and hope I get Hulk because that's a big swing for me. So I roll dice again and I got like four hits and he got no blocks and I told him to pick his Hulk up and I got my pursuit trigger. So I couldn't move back. So I had to move on the point, keep him from getting a point. And then from there, it's easy money. I win the game. So was this round when what round was this? Was this round two four. or three? Four. Oh, four. This okay. is that makes more sense. Yeah. This is by round, round three. Well, round three is when Hulk died. Round four, okay. we play out and I get enough points. Because he still has a cosmic ghost rider. 
that he can do stuff with. But he goes with Cosmic Ghost Rider, fails to get uh, uh, Cable, fails to kill Cable, does like, I don't know, four of his five health or something like that. And then Cable kills, well, dazes Star-Lord, and he doesn't have another activation. And I could put Colossus with a move within range two of Cable and on the middle uh, Demon. And uh, get that was five points because I had two Demons. I had two Paranoias and then I got the extra point. And I needed the extra point because that got me to 16 And I win All the right. game. And well, then I, I'm glad then you I beat sit, that list. That, oh. Then I sit there and wonder if I'm going to have to play another round against Borka. <laughs> I'm glad you beat that list. Because that sound, I, I that list is uh, apparently... well. Uh, it was both sides of the yeah. LVO final. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, is it was yeah. both sides of the LVO final, and I hate that. I hate that that's it, the case. It was. That just, sucks. <laughs> just play X-Force. X-Force can kill a Hulk, no problem. Brandon, how'd your game go? Um, I played <clears throat> in the game that decided if we got to go home or if we got to play another round. Um, I played... I played Borka. Um, I think it was my secures, his extracts, and um, we played. It was Deadly Legacy Virus, um, Infinity Formula. We played Seventeen Threat. So. <coughs> I played um, Kingpin, Shadowland, Daredevil, and then I played Black Cat, Miles, Crossbones. He played Hulk, Hulkbuster, Luke Cage, uh, Black Widow. Whoa! He used used Hulkbuster's leadership um, in this game. I used Kingpin's. What is happening? <laughs> that was that's a wild list. It was a wild list. He uh, it works out because it's basically a B, and with eyes in the sky, or eyes on the prize with Hulkbuster, you can move up, take the point or take the middle objective, and then move to the other side. So he basically positioned on, well Hulk on one side, Hulkbuster on the other side. Um, I positioned. Had Kingpin and Shadowland Daredevil on the left, and then on the right was Miles, Black Cat, and Crossbones. Crossbones was the only one in an awkward situation um, because he just because Miles was always right in front of Hulk, and uh, Crossbones could not make his beam attack without damaging Miles. So for two rounds in a row, he just kind of sat there um, and didn't do much. But uh, I mostly just tried to withstand the attacks from Hulkbuster, um, went more into 
Luke Cage and uh, Black Widow. And then on the other side, I just tried to stagger Hulk, but then try to prevent, you know, the most damage that I could. Um, I kept stealing the object every time Hulk had an objective. I kept stealing it from him with either Black Cat or Miles. Um, was securing most of the points. Um, it the game ended the end of round. Four, 16 to 12 legacy viruses nobody had all three I had two at the end of the game on black cat but I didn't have the other one was on Hulkbuster so I wasn't getting that anytime soon so um, we just kind of played full scenario didn't tried to not allow the attrition to happen try to keep my guys kind of away I spent a couple turns just kind of moving characters away from other people. Uh, like jumping back and forth between the two Bs. Uh, making sure I got both of them, but just kind of moving characters. To prevent them from... Prevent him from ha making him have to do stuff and spend power and resources and actions. Not getting to just attack, 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 attack. Um, and I was able to come out victorious, and uh, we did not play a fourth round. All right. You won your game against Hulkbuster. <laughs> well, it sounds like that was... So, wait, yeah. that... that not underestimate that. Hulk first Hulkbuster was a miserable... It sounds... Yeah, that sounds crazy. That's nuts. I hate these double tall lists. I mean, they're effective. I'm not saying that they're, that people shouldn't play them. I'm just saying it seems like a crazy thing to have to be up against. Yeah. Uh, so that would mean that Brad won the tournament, correct? Brad did win the tournament. Well, congratulations, Brad. Well done. Good, sir. Yep. No congratulations to second place. Well, you are the first loser. Congratulations, no Brandon. No, I want no congratulations. I said no congratulations. Uh, congratulations on second place, Brandon. It was a hell of a slog. You've played against Les. You lost against the winner. And you played Borka. Everyone uh, you played was very good. <laughs> me and Brad both went through a gauntlet in this event. Yeah. Yes. Brad uh, reigned supreme. But there was there were definitely... And to be fair, Borka also had a, had a really rough... He played some really good people, too, so... Jared's the only one that cakewalked his way in. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. He played uh, three scrubs. Including the one at the final table? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys showed up, and I'm glad you guys represented well. You know how we do. And congratulations, Brad. Thank you. Well done. I like going up to right. Pittsburgh and taking their money. <laughs> this is, All right, this is two in a row for me, by the way, in Pittsburgh. On Fabricators Forge tournaments? Yeah. Going up and winning? Yeah. Do they have... You are breaking up, Fred, so... Oh, did I break up? Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. 
Uh, right. Someone else talk. Uh, I am talking. I'm here. Yeah. I'm talking. What are we doing, Fred? I think Fred's got to fix his mic real quick. Oh, okay. The, uh, we had a, a quiz, Fred, on the most played character, Team Tactics yeah. card, and Crises. Uh, well, while we're waiting for Fred, how was dinner? Dinner was great. Dinner was real good, right? Dinner. What did you have? We had Denny's. Denny's. Yum. Denny's. That's the second time I've ever had Denny's. Whoa, really? Yeah, it's weird, right? That is weird. Denny's is like an American staple. We all thought he was weird, too. It was really good. Denny's is not bad. There's a reason it's everywhere. It, but I feel like Except it's for in not. West Virginia. There's like one in West Virginia. Yeah. Yeah, uh, everywhere that's not West Virginia. Like, I feel like I see Cracker Barrel everywhere and Bob Evans. And also, just for clarification, we did go up to Fabricators Forge. We finished first, second, third, and sixth. Well done, everyone. Hey, quiz, quiz time, Fred. Quiz time. Fred, most played character in the tournament. Most played character Hulk. Correct. Oh, God, I hate it. <laughs> six Hulks. There were six, six Hulks. Hulks? Eleven yep. players, by the way. Eleven Ugh. players. Six Hulks. Gross. The most played a tactics card. Brace. Nine or ten of the eleven people played Brace. And the 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 one wrong person is you, right? No, Les did not play Brace. Les did not play Brace. Oh, that's a he, that, uh, okay. He okay. plays Deception and Sacrifice. Oh yeah, he has to play Deception if he's doing Mystique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, the most played t- Crisis card. Uh, Fear Grips. Two people played Fear Grips. Who? Two. So. I like this. This is, Fear Grips is falling. Is it Paranoia? Paranoia no, was second with five people. Is it Demons Downtown? Demons was fifth with four people. Oh, okay. Uh, it is a secure. It is a secure. Is it Gamma? No. Gamma was three people played Gamma. Is it Super Powered Scoundrels? Nope. High for third with Demons. Okay, help me out. Uh, what what was it then? It was what I played in me and Borka's match. Oh, uh, I don't remember off the top of my head what you said. Infinity formula. Infinity. Wait, oh, I thought you said it was a secure. Infinity formula is a secure, Fred. Oh yeah, you're right. It is infinity formula. I I get infinity formula and uh, deadly legacy virus mixed up. My mistake. Infinity formula. Hmm. I like infinity formula. It's not bad. It's just it's an, a surprising pick. Not really. It gives out power, and then you can do your cool stuff. Yeah. It also gives your opponent power. I mean, I I like it. It's not bad. It's just... Okay. Is that the the entire... Yeah, I have uh, no more quizzes. Nothing else is okay. super out of the ordinary. Everything else was pretty much on the money. Okay. 
Except for, I do want to point out that I think Sacrifice is coming. I think Sacrifice is solely making its way into like the second most played um, restricted card. Yeah, it's it's overtaking like patch up. I don't know what the. I think you're right. Indomitable patch up and advanced. Indomitable. Yeah. I don't think I haven't seen disarm in a long time. Right. Ah, okay. <coughs> well, I, uh, I, uh, I played a few games on Thursday. Uh, I, I'm not going to go through it all. I played three games. I lost all three. I played against Borka. He, uh, I was trying out Modoc, Modoc two, uh, in my list. Uh, Modoc scientist supreme, and um, I really like him. I think he fits with what I want to do, and. When I want to go super attrition, he his I can flex into criminal syndicate leadership because I have enough crossover there to be able to do it. But uh, I was playing with him to like I don't know how to use him yet, and I lost every game. Uh, and yelled at the person trying to help him play. Him. I did. I shouted at you so many times, Brandon. I got this, and then I screw it up. But uh, yeah. I lost against Borka in my first game, and I played Brandon twice and lost both games. Uh, the second one was, I think, I feel like it could have gone my way had I done some stuff differently, had I like uh, played smarter. The but I didn't. Sam list against Sam. No, no, that one you crushed me. You crushed the me. <laughs> the syndicate list. I think, and I think the Sam list, I think could have went differently. I think you were just really overwhelmed. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's how it goes when you're up against Sam. Yeah, I <laughs> played really wide. Like, There's and... so many people. <laughs> yeah, I, I was playing really wide, and it was it was really just... I also don't think you thought that's what I was going to play either, so it was like... Oh, no, little... I did not think that was what I was going to be up against. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I it was, was not prepared. Was... Yeah, and the second game was Cynic hit. I played Cynic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the second game, it was... Hulk v. Hulk. So, we both had four models. And... I played Shadowlands Leadership on that one, too, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Uh, it was my Hulk versus your Hulk, and uh, we both had um, Bullseye, and then you had Daredevil and one other model, and I had Modoc and one other model. I think Rhino. And uh, you won, but it was close. But that's it. That's all the games that I've played recently. I, played I seven, think I played seven games this week. You're always racking them up. You're getting so many reps. I do. I do play lots. I try to play lots of games. It's that's really what fun it game. takes to get second place in tournaments. Oh, yeah. uh, Fred. Uh, funny story. Uh, Borka lied to you. Oh. How so? Did he did lie to you? He did lie to you. What did he say about his Avengers list before he went to the tournament? Uh, I don't remember. What did he say? Win, lose, no matter what happens, he's done playing the list. He's gonna play something else. Oh, and then he played his Avengers list. <laughs> no, and he's gonna still play his Avengers list. Yeah, because it's good, and he's having fun with it. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Good. For him, I'm glad he's playing it. 
I'm glad he's enjoying He told us on the way up said, that this was the last time he was going to play the list. And then on and then the way back out of nowhere, he goes, well, if I've changed these two models to these two models, I think that might fix my problem. Mm-hmm. You got to – well, I mean, that's – he's working out what it takes to, to fine-tune this list into a, an effective thing. That's sometimes – Reps with a list aren't a bad thing. They are not. Yeah. That's why no I No got... one told him he should stop playing the list. He's the no. only one that... Yeah. Yeah, it's just him. Uh, that's right. why I got all those reps with my X-Force before the tournament. Yeah. Wait, wait. You you did... Are you, are you saying that sarcastically? Because you have been playing a different thing a lot. Or are you saying that truthfully because you did play... With your X Force list relatively recently, Fred, the only the only games with X Force I have had since they changed most of the models have been in tournaments. I have played I, I know five that that games. Is not true because you played against me once. You well, definitely sure played cable into that. Me that was a point. tournament, Fred. Oh, was that a tournament? That was a scramble. Was, okay. Oh no. yeah, you're right. You're right. That was a scramble. Well, uh, <laughs> I think that that's everything that we have to say about those those tournaments and the games that we've played recently. Uh, is there anything? Oh, the guy that we're here to cover today. I think I think we're ready. All right, so uh, the the person we're here to cover today is Bishop, uh, otherwise known as Lucas Bishop. He is three physical defense, four energy defense, and three mystic. Uh, he has six health on his front side and only five on his back side. Uh, he has four. Uh, his threat value is four. He is size two, and he moves medium, and, and it, it, he is on a medium base, correct? What? Well, well. Pretty sure, like 98% sure. I, yeah, we think he's on a medium base. So a medium move on a medium base is very good. Hey, Brad, why don't you cover his attacks? All right. His first attack is XSE Blaster. It is uh, energy, range 4, 5 dice, cost 0, gain power equal damage dealt. And after the attack is resolved, if target character is within range 3... It gains incinerate. And then physical return with interest. It's area two, seven dice, uh, cost five. Uh, when you choose the attack before choosing the target, you decide whether it's going to be physical, energy, or mystic. Uh, when the attack is choose chosen during the pay, power, cost step, you can spend up to three additional power. You get a die for each power spent. It has wild. After this attack is resolved, this character pushes the target character away short. The target character also gains the slow special condition. Okay. Uh, and Brandon, why don't you finish out everything else that's on the card? I'll be honest. Uh, where do we leave off? Uh, it, it's absorbed energy conversion. His superpower. That and everything else. Or yeah. You already read them. 
Absorbed yeah. energy conversion is three power. It is a choose an interactive terrain feature or enemy character, both size four or less, within two and throw it medium. So once per turn. He has a static mutant energy absorption. When this character is defending against an attack for each wild in the defense roll, it can change one of the attacker's hit crits wilds into a blank, and he gains a power for each die change this way. He has an overload static ability that at the start of the power phase of this character has eight or more powers, suffers one damage, and then he is immune to incinerate, poison, and stun. All right. And I believe that it, he is uh, unchanged on his backside, except he loses one stamina. Uh, so I'm going to kick it over to Brad, because I believe that Brad played him relatively recently. Like, he he put him on the table, uh, I, or at I least did. a proxied model of him. Well, yeah, I, so, I, so I put what a 3D do you think? print. Uh, I played him in two games on Thursday. Uh, I did not expect to say this about Bishop. But I am very excited for this model release. I think he is great. I think he's great in X-Force. I think he's great in X-Men where I played him. Uh, he, I mean, the attack that gives Incinerate's good. And even better is the size 3, I mean size 4 throw terrain or character. That's so yeah, good. That's that's wild. He's just got a size four. He can throw Hulk into your opponent's forces. He he did throw Rhino around a whole bunch. And throw medium. It is throw it's medium. So far. It's a very far. Uh, he was so much fun to play. In theory, his defensive tech is also really good. I did not mm -hmm. roll a single wild on any defensive role yeah that that happens but it, it is it's great the, it is um there's so many good. people who yeah there's so many characters that have that effect on just like energy attacks or mystic attacks but this is against every type of attack this is when he's defending it sure is and it turns off triggers it means yeah. less damage like it's amazing it's very, very good. Uh, how, did Overload ever come up nope. in your game? Yeah, I, I, I don't think it comes up. Like, it, you would, it, it would have to be the turn he gets flipped. Uh, and and he would I had, to... like, six or seven health. I mean, six or seven power on him. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> So it wouldn't even come, and it's during the start of the power phase. Yeah. So it would not count the one that he gets during the power phase. Yeah. So if he gets to eight, he's fine. It's only if he's eight at the beginning that he takes that extra damage. I think he's really solid. Like, <laughs> uh, uh, he is four points. And uh, aside from that defensive tech, I do think he's a little on the fragile side. Uh, with three physical defense and six health. But, I mean, he has defensive tech. And he, uh, unless he's going in for his uh, return with interest spender, he's going to be relatively far away. Uh, actually, I don't know. He may be right up in the, in the, in the middle of the fight with uh, wanting to throw models. Well, I'm not sure. Yes. And no. 
So the first couple times I got to throw a character, it was because they had come into me. And so I, th- I threw him away or threw a train at him. Uh, and then f- in the second game, there was a time where he moved up through somebody and then made an attack and he left Rhino at one and dazed Bill. It was real good. God, his throw just makes his throw makes no sense. Yeah, it's it's nuts. His throw is bananas. Well, it, it, what you have to remember is if you read the comics, then you'll He's see never that he never ever throws anything ever, and that's a really weird power for him to have. But I'm not complaining. Me either. It's really good. I think these I think characters. These characters are fully understanding why Storm got nerfed, though. These, yeah, yeah. the The power of the faction has gone up. Yeah, if if Storm still had her original leadership, like it'd be so not okay. Yeah, uh, you know what's really great about Bishop? Normally, to get a size four throw, you have to put a big guy down who. If they have a size four throw, it's very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Bishop size two. Who cares if he gets thrown around? Right. Right. <laughs> that was always that, the. It, he has he has the same throw that Bill has, and like they both have that same. Well, you know they've got four. They're size yeah. twos throwing size fours. Yeah. Uh, Bishop throws a Hulk. Hulk throws Bishop. One of those is a lot more dangerous than the other. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Did you ever use his spender? Nope. Yeah. It, it is it is expensive and I could see it doing an unbelievable amount of damage, but you have to have eight power on you to get like the most out of it that you can. Which seems a very it's... steep. Cost. It's definitely going to come up when you get scenarios like Gamma. If you can activate him last on Gamma in the center and push everybody away to take extra damage, yeah, it's going to be relevant. That would be uh, good. And just do an area, area two, ten dice attack against everyone. Yeah, and you get to choose the attack type. It's going to be a really good attack. You're not going to do it a ton, but it's going to you're going to feel it when you do it. Even for five power at seven dice, can be backbreaking. Yeah. It's a oh, decent yeah. attack. Uh, and uh he yes, just it is. he just never had enough power to do that uh when a throw of a size 4 character was potentially better. Listen, if Jared would if Jared would have just taken Rhino to the other side of the board like I told him to then Psylocke chases him down cuz Psylocke's also amazing. We don't get to sit and hear about how you just sit there and throw Rhino with Bishop <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> I, I've got a question. I've got a question here. Uh, for a, an area attack that you get to pick the attack type, do you pick it for each individual attack? Did I, I am. Are you guys still there? I am not a hundred percent sure, Fred. 
but I believe yeah, like... you get to pick per character. Okay. But that sounds would, amazing. I would, I would think it was the other way. Because it, it says make... when this attack is chosen, so you're choosing the area attack. You're but it the says, power. it says before bef- choosing a target. Before choosing a target. So I, I believe that when there is an area attack, there are multiple choose a target steps. Because you choose... Like, they all technically get targeted, but you choose a target, you choose a target, you choose a target. Mm. I don't know, though. Then that's not going to be either. answered in, for, like, another month. Right. Yeah, because if you can choose, like, each of them, you're doing the spender a whole lot more. Yep, because that's just going to be scenarios where you can just wipe out teams real easily. Well, you still got to roll dice, but you do. If you get hit, you're playing Fred. You get hit Venom for energy, Rhino for Mystic, you know, so forth and so on. It could be backbreaking. Bishop was the one X-Men coming out in this one I was really excited about, so I'm also just excited that he's super good. He is good. Yeah. I mean, let's be frank. Almost all of the X-Men that we know of are very good. Like, in this upcoming X-Men drop. Uh, Shadowcat is amazing. Fred. Uh, Oh, yeah. Do you know who the worst X-Men character we're getting is? Who? Nightcrawler. And if Nightcrawler is the worst one. Well, we don't know what Iceman or Xavier I, do yet. I know, but so far. If it, it turns so out that Nightcrawler is the worst one, this is like the best possible release for X Men fans. Because Nightcrawler is good. Not for fans of the game, because we got to deal with all the X-Men fans. Uh, I love X-Men fans. You guys are my people. <laughs> I just need to get... We only have two more X-Men that we have to listen to Brad talk about. This time? Until they have another major drop. Yeah. yeah until, they have another, so until, many... until, like, a month from now when they have another big drop. Yeah, there's so many X-Men that they still haven't covered. It's like the densest population of of characters in the there, Marvel. There universe. are whole there are whole teams of mutants that aren't in the game yet. Yeah, that are not X Men. We should start a petition for them to stop printing uh, X Men characters. They're never going to do that. X Men is historically their number two most profitable IP. Sometimes it was number one, like in the 90s, but overall, number two. Well, let's let's talk about Bishop's letter grade. I feel like we're all pretty up on him. Uh, I think he's really solid. I think he's, like, above solid. Um, I'm, I'm tempted. I'm going to give him... Uh, I, I'm tempted to give him an A-minus. I'm worried that's a little too high, but I'm going to give him an A-. minus. 
That's what I'm going to do. Because he seems like he's incredible. Fred. Having a size four throw. Fred, yeah. you are crazy. He's an A. A, it, <laughs> okay. Fred's I'm, A minus will be Fred's A minus will be the lowest score he gets. <laughs> okay. What are you giving him, Brandon? I give him an A. I think I'm tempted to give him an A plus. Oh wow. Um, okay. I think I think he's gonna be splashed at a point similar. I don't think it'll be as much as Beta Ray Bill, but I think it's gonna be really similar to Beta Ray Bill. The range four five dice attack within three auto incinerating so good. Um the spender's really good, and then the size four throw. On a medium oh, yeah. base with a medium move, um, he's gonna be really, really. And if good. you can, if you can roll some wilds, yeah, I don't think he'll be splashed as much as Bill for one very important reason, Brandon. Because Bill exists. No, because he doesn't start with two power, so he can't eyes no, on the prize yeah, I, the first turn. Yeah. I, I, like that's gonna be a big, like a big thing. However, in X Men, he can eyes on the prize. Yeah, yeah, because he can uh, do whatever whatever that thing is called. First class. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, we're uh, A A and A minus. I mean, we're up on this guy. This guy's good. He's going to be a big impact on the meta, I think. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of them. Uh, X-Force already being in such a good spot, X-Force is going to be everywhere when this model is released. Mm-hmm. To a point where I've, even though Brad's playing X-Force, I have been working on X-Force lists for a long time at this point, and I fully plan on working on getting some of those models painted. That way I can play some X-Force and not feel bad about playing a bunch of gray models. Ooh. So uh, right now there is only one leader in X Force, correct? It's just Cable. Yes. Do you think that one of these uh, kits, one of these kits, is going to have a card-based leadership for nope. X Force? No. No. Nope. Okay. I've I have said that I hope that it happens. I don't think. It I will. hope Bishop's card is. Yeah, because we still don't know what Bishop's card are, cards are. We don't know what they do. Uh, what his tactics cards, I should clarify. Um, I guess we'll find out, and we'll keep you updated when we learn, everybody. Yep. Brad, do you have any comic books that feature Bishop? I do. I had to, like, pick and choose. Because there were so many. <laughs> yeah, well, he's in a lot of comics. Um, so the first one I'm going to recommend is called Bishop's Crossing. It's Uncanny X-Men 282 through 288 and X-Men number 8. There's quite a few creators on this because it was a, I don't know, there's a lot of turnover going on at the time. But the big ones are Jim Lee and Wills Portacio are the two big ones for, they're like working on every one of these issues. So Bishop follows some escaped uh, mutant supervillains who go back in time uh, to, um, to the 90s, and uh, Bishop follows them back, and he meets the X-Men, which he has grown up on stories of, 
and they're not quite what he expected them to be. Um, and his brain's a little jumbled up, but he definitely remembers that one of them is a traitor and gets the X-Men destroyed. But he doesn't remember oh, who. Oh, no. Yeah, he doesn't remember who. So One uh, would think that would be the most important thing that he could possibly remember. How did you mess this up, Bishop? Um, How did you mess this up? So, Fred, next time you travel through time, I'm going to ask you <laughs> who... Um, I don't know. What was the name of the witch in Hansel and Gretel? And you're going to be like, I, I don't know. I don't remember. That's a fairy tale. <laughs> you're right. I don't know off the top of my head. Okay. And so that's, I mean, they're basically a fairy tale to him. He's far enough in the okay. future that he has just heard stories. Or he could also just be wrong. Like that could just be like, the 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 way that stories evolve and change that's over true. time through that's the true. game telephone maybe maybe there was just the storyteller came up with an interesting way that the x-men failed to win that was not that they just couldn't do it that maybe, that's no, true that's true I am I'm putting way too much thought into uh, this, this story fortunately for the x-men <laughs> bishop is right read the story uh next um new x-men 139 through 141 this story is called murder at the mansion this is by grant morrison and phil jimenez and it's about there being a murder at the xavier mansion uh emma frost is in diamond form and gets shot at her weak point and shatters. Um, and they know who pulled the trigger, but they don't know who had control of that person to make it happen or why she was killed. Maybe it was Jean after she walked in on the Emma and Cyclops, her husband, having a psychic affair. Maybe it's all the other people who hate Emma Frost. <laughs> well, Bishop and Sage, who has a computer brain, uh, are called in to investigate and figure out who's responsible and why. Uh, Is it because they are the only ones who could not have done it? Uh, they definitely could not have done it. They're not the only ones. Okay, but I mean, it's like a locked door mystery, and they're trying to figure it out. It is a kind of yeah. It's a weird locked door mystery because it's not. (laughs) They know who pulled the trigger. They just right. It's an X Men take on a locked door. Yeah, it it very much is. Um, But Bishop was a future cop, and Sage has a computer brain. They're pretty good at investigating, and they do solve the murder so spoilers or wait they do they solve it but we don't yes. know if it's actually yeah I, of course they solve it fred have you ever <laughs> read a detective story where that gets to the end of the vo- the end of the movie the book the story whatever and the detective goes i don't know <laughs> and then the story ends 
That uh, never I happens. That in, now, in Murder on the Orient Express, he does find out who did it, but he tells everyone, I don't know, because, mm. well... Let's not spoil the murder on the Orient Express. No, no let's not. I really hope Knives right. Out 3 ends that way. That Oh, me too. That he goes, <laughs> I don't know. And then just goes away. Just walks off. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I don't know. Because I'm from Louisiana. Yeah. The, the last one I'm going to recommend today is a series called Cable from 2008. It's uh, Dwayne Straczynski and Ariel Olivetti and uh, I don't know if you know about M-Day the decimation Fred but uh, nope. Scarlet Witch goes crazy and says no more mutants and uh, gets rid of all the mutants except 198 of them and no more are being born until one holy crap scarlet witch yeah holy crap (laughs) yeah um see she genocides what's really interesting about being an x-men fan is that in all the stories that you read as an x-men fan scarlet witch is a bad guy but if you read avengers stories she's a good guy she wasn't written much as a good guy before like the movies was she yes she was she was an she Avengers member in... for thirty years. Yeah, but nobody nobody read Avengers. That's comics. that's true. Anyway, a baby, a mutant <laughs> baby, so. is born in Alaska. Her parents are very quickly killed, and the X Men go to try to save this baby because she's important. Well, most of them. Bishop remembers that this baby is the start of things going downhill and leading to his awful future. So he's going to go kill the baby. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> yeah. C- uh, Cable takes baby that he eventually names Hope into the future. Bishop chases him and kills timelines off trying to kill this baby. In this story, Bishop is the bad guy. Uh, if you read this story, you may not be a Bishop fan anymore. Just a warning. Uh, he does. I mean, some... he is trying to murder a baby and and kills off entire timelines. Well, it's the the would you kill baby Hitler thing? Like it I is. This is baby Hitler. This is baby Hitler and... to him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Anyway, this uh, this story has beautiful art and a bald bishop so if you're wondering where that bald head that comes in the um set comes from this is where my x-force bishop's gonna be bald Hmm. and a surprise bonus because i cut it from the list and now i'm regretting it there's a series (laughs) called bishop the last x-man in which bishop ends up in it, the future alternate universe who really knows but uh he meets some people who've kind of heard of the x-men and it's like a weird kind of post-apocalyptic fantasy type story 
that's really good and weird, and I don't know who made it, but it's good, and you should read it. Okay. It's good and weird. It's good and weird. The best kind of comic. I think so. I agree. Well, Brandon, uh, I'm going to throw it over to you. What list, what affiliation do you think would could really use a bishop in it? I'll give you a guess. <laughs> is it Criminal Syndicate? It is a Criminal Syndicate list. Uh, is it um, Modoc Scientist Supreme? It is it is Modoc Scientist Supreme. So that he can get even more work out of those wilds on yeah. the defense. He's fixing them defensive wilds, baby. Yeah, baby. And he, and he's got a size four throw, which every single list in the game could use. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Modoc uh, allows you if you have a wild in your roll, you can change one of your dice to a hit or a shield, depending if you're attacking or defending. Uh, you're wild changing their hit to a blank and your blank to a shield is going to be something that is super super good Mm -hmm. Um, and i believe that's the only ability we currently have as a leadership that can change defensive dice specifically to like specific things huh i think i could be wrong I can't think of another leadership that changes defensive dice specifically to other. I can't either. Other you things. can re-roll them, but I yeah, can't think of Lots of abilities to re-roll, but I don't think anything specifically changes like a defensive dice to something. Yeah, I think you're most right. Of them, most of them are all offensively. Uh, so I think that specifically will allow Bishop to just... Being able to like uh, prevent damage, and it's going to be really really good in that scenario uh, he'll he'll be good pretty much anywhere that you want to play him um, he's he's going to be a staple in x-force probably uncanny x-men as well um, and anywhere that having a size 4 character throw is just disgusting and you have to have one at this point where the meta is it didn't feel good I did not have one in my list I had one in my list but it was on a hulk so like I use I normally used to having one on a four pointer, um, not having one put me in some weird situations that I thankfully didn't have to come up against, but are not it makes it really scenarios really bad. So, Modoc, scientist supreme, or as Fred likes to call him, Modoc two electric boogaloo. Exactly. Thank you. Um, he is. Uh, I think he'll be a a really good fit in that. To just sit back, and then you just have a lot of ranged attacks, so you can play bees and just sit on back points. It'll be a really good time. Bishop's going to be pretty much everywhere. I think he's going to see a lot of play. I think you're right. All right, so the uh, the only thing that's left is my non sequitur recommendation. So I, I I don't know much about Bishop at all, like uh, nothing at all. If I'm to be perfectly honest, so um, I'm just going to go with what I'm watching recently. Uh, and there is a new animated show. It's an animated musical show, uh, that is on Amazon prime right now. It's called the has been hotel. Uh, and it is excellent. It is about a person who wants to start a hotel 
to help redeem souls that are in hell and the tribulations that occur in that process. Uh, it is a musical, so there are songs in every single episode, and they are excellent, and I love this show. It's actually very, very good and very well produced. Uh, it is a hard, hard R. Just as a warning, don't take the fact that it is animated as a sign that it is, you know, safe for children, for children to watch or safe to watch at work. It is a hard R of a show, but it is excellent, and I think that everyone should watch. Uh, that is the Has Been Hotel on Amazon Prime. And that will do it for us today. Uh, thanks, everyone, for joining me. Uh, thanks for talking about all this stuff, Brad and Brandon. Uh, we will. We do still plan on talking to Steven about LVO. Uh, we'll talk to him next week about what occurred there. And until when he's then... and ready. Yeah, yeah. It, until then, I will see everybody next time.